Do they have so professional athletes have direct deposit too? I thought they got the big check like Happy Gilmore. Did you hear uh, Mookie Betts struck out tonight? He doesn't ever strike out, so I don't believe no. your fake news. He did. He did. 129 um, at-bats without a strikeout. Wow. He struck out tonight. Wow. Well, there you go. It had to happen eventually. I, I choose not to accept your reality. <laughs> I reject your reality, and I substitute my own. <laughs> the one where the, the Blue Jays are not good. Well, that's just reality reality. So. Well, not tonight. No, not tonight. Mm. Stupid Pablo. Mm. And Mitch Moreland made a mistake, too. Like, he never makes a mistake. What are, you, what, are you, what are you gonna do? You can't play the Rays every night, I guess. No, can't play the Rays every night. Although they won last night, so there you go. Yeah, barely. Talking about the Red Sox guys and gals. Oh, is this a show? Why did they... <laughs> so tomorrow there's a the, the, the 12.37 p.m. game. Literally. Is, what? 12.37. In the afternoon? Stupid Canadians. Wait, what is what is that Imperial though? Oh, is that the time zone up there? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Really, the, Why? the Blue Jays are two and eleven, and we can't win a freaking game or more than one game. Why? Why is the game at twelve thirty seven? I don't know. Is that that's that's when they are allowed to drink Molson? I don't know. Not mm, before twelve thirty six. Twelve thirty six is right out. I don't know what the metric conversion for that time is. Um... Do they get paid in in what's the, what's pounds? No, what do they have? Uh, ru- they have fake dollars, rupees, rupees. Um, is what leaves? Got. They get paid in leaves. They get paid in leaves. They get paid in maple syrup. Oh, I see why it's an early game. They're flying to Los Angeles after that. But I mean, like how like the American players? So I, you know, like the Toronto Raptors or basketball, the the Blue Jays, the mm-hmm. what are the other Canadian pro teams? Um, uh, the Maple Leafs. Canadians, well, right? But that's like Canada. Yeah, I guess there's still Americans uh, that play on those teams. About, yeah, the the uh, um, what Canadian is, Football League. What do they curling? What, how do they pay out their players in Canadian dollars? I would assume so. So if they're American, I would assume that if you if you have an American bank, like mm. if you're if you use an American bank it, and you have direct deposit, it converts it for you. It converts it for you. Do they have so? Professional athletes have direct deposit, too? I honestly have no idea. I thought they got the big check like Happy Gilmore. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the big giant novelty I, check. I just, I just want a big... I, I want the big one. I want the big check. But we, we only have that for the winner. Well, you just, That's right. You can make one. And he puts them all in the back of his like Chevy Nova. Mm-hmm. I guess we should do a show, huh? It's the show. It's the show. <clears throat> the, in, the interdimensional cable show. Yep, yep. That's that's what we're doing. Jan Michael Vincent. I got to turn my sound up. Because I can't hear myself. Okay, there we go. All right. Mm. Okay, so is this the show? This Was is that the, the show? show. You are Rick okay. and I am Morty. This is the show. <laughs> more more to come on that. Uh, oh, jeez, Morty. Oh, Morty. Oh, Gosh. Oh, oh. <laughs> maybe you should be Morty. I don't know. It's a pretty good Morty. That's not bad. Well, below Dub Dub. We've got some follow up from last time. Oh, okay. We there was a last time. Yes, we recorded it yeah. in April. Two episodes in April. What? What the heck? What is happening? Uh, what is happening? I, much to my disgrace, I could not remember the name of a certain Batman comic. That Frank Miller uh, did, and it is called The Dark Knight Returns. For it was the one where shame, I know, right? Nicholas. I went that night, and I was I went after we finished recording. I went and looked it up, and I looked at it in my library, and I was like, "Holy crap! How can I not remember that?" And then you got but your and then you got your belt out from the closet, and you handed it to Nick, or handed it to Nicholas, handed it to Aaron, and no, said, she was asleep, so I had to self-flagellate. <laughs> and she was like, "What's you, going on could out you, there? Could you please do that in the other room? I'm trying to sleep." I can't hear myself think because uh, you're whipping. Um, we don't do yeah, that. It's any, called we don't the Dark do Knight Returns. Anymore. We're married. 
Right. And uh, <laughs> and it's the one where Batman is old. So, but it's really good. Okay. It's really, really so good. it's kind of like yeah. Logan. Yeah, it's like like if I know we were talking about that, like how cool would it be if they did a Logan Batman? Like that would be like the book to do it. So of. the the brick and mortar is there. Like the story is there. Is what you're telling me in mm-hmm. in canon in comic. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, well, I heard Zack Snyder took a shit on it. Well, I just think I would yeah wiped his ass with it. Well, so I just we say can't that, that that's one. a great point. Just add it to Justice League. You know, just yeah. Well, that's right. It's another subplot. What's another thirty minutes? Hey, between, yeah. between DC friends, <laughs> super friends. That'd be perfect because then, like, you'd have the whole movie, and then you do like half the credits, and then you'd pan like thirty, twenty years later, thirty years later, and then you have another thirty minutes of the Dark Knight Returns. It's perfect. And then the rest of the credits, and then it's over. Finally, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I think it, I think it works. You know, tonally, I think. Yeah, it's the it's the right move, um, where to put it, you know, right there at the end where you think it's over and then and then it's like, whoa, pan to like uber crazy future reality where he's really old now and I think it's yeah. that's what the fans want more than what, anything. What what I as a DC fan want is I want to know for sure sure for sure, sure. sure 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 that the movie is over sure that the the plot is done and the movie is sure. over and then I want forty five more minutes of movie. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you yep. so you are speaking for you are speaking for the consensus there. Got it. Got I'm it. speaking for the common man. <laughs> Please give me more. Tell me it's over, but then give me more. Make yeah. me sit for three hours and give me more. I want to actually see the card that says directed by Zack Snyder, and then I want 45 more minutes of movie. Sure, sure. I yeah. mean, who doesn't? Yeah. Dark, gritty movie. Yeah. Like never ending. Uh, I don't want to talk about Batman anymore. Betray um, you. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Because Zack Snyder is the nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you definitely. Maybe you are Morty. You have a lot of Morty tendencies. You think so? I don't know. I don't know. Should I, we swap avatars? I don't know. I don't. I. I it's just kind of. It kind of has thrown me. I, I just assumed you were Rick. I did too. But now that I'm. Now I'm. Maybe Double. maybe you're like maybe you're the Rick from the microverse. Maybe you're the Oh yeah, I'm an alternate re- <laughs> No, the the, the alien, the other alien that's like really smart. I forget his name. Anyway, we'll talk about Rick and Morty later. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. You had some sh- sad news. Ta, 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 ta. What we I did. Whoa. Oh yeah. Sad ish. Pour one out. Pour my shandy mm-hmm. into my mouth hole um for Bloodline, the fine mm-hmm. the final season. Shedding tear, fall, falling tear, falling down into my beard tear. Um, May twenty six, all episodes of the final season streaming on on the Netflix. Yeah, it's um, it's tough. I mean, the one it's tough. It's tough to see it end. Uh, I think it's a great show. I think it's a criminally underrated show in terms of how Netflix has positioned it with its other shows in terms of like never doing any press for it or none. They did um, a very, very small amount for season two. Mm. Incredibly small amount. For and for the level I would say like commensurate with the level of actor that's in the movie. I mean there's a there's quite a bit of shows on Netflix that literally just like drop on there and then you never hear anything about it. Mm-hmm. And they don't do any press for it. And they do kind of well. They have their cult following. But if you think with a, sh- a show with Ben Mendelsohn, fresh off, of, especially fresh off of Rogue One, you got Kyle Chandler, you got Sissy Spacek, you got you got friend of the show Linda Cardellini. <laughs> yes, from Freaks and Geeks and ER. So, I'm um, a fan. Of yeah, I know. I know you are. And no, my girl from the Real World London. Uh, what's her name? Um, who plays the wife? Who plays Kyle Chandler's wife? I forget her name. Janie. J- Janie. Uh, I don't remember her name. Yeah, she was on. Um, Let's see here. She was on the Real she, World. She's on the Real World London. Forget her she name. Diana. No. Is it? Who's Diana? No. I think she's Diana. Oh, really? She's Australian. Yeah, that's her then. Her yeah. name is Diana. Uh, she's not a Diana. Well, on the show, her name's Diana. Oh, that's why. Yeah, what's her real name? Jacinda. Yes, that's it. Jacinda. Jacinda. That's a hot name. Um, and she's Australian, so 
It's Jacinda's Australian for oral sex. Wow. Okie doke. <laughs> that just happened. Holy shit. It happened when uh, she was born. I didn't do anything to it. I don't know if you knew this or not. According sure. to her trivia page on IMDb, she was a, a cast member on the fourth season of MTV's Real World. I did not know that, except I already told you that. Which took place in London, England. There you go. Uh, there was another guy on that show who was a singer in a British punk band, and he got his tongue bitten off at a show. You all, everybody. Yeah, just like that. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, kind of sad. No more bloodline, and mm-hmm. but... I've enjoyed it. I really enjoy the show. Enjoy its dark, uh, dark tendencies. Uh, I enjoy, really... ben, enjoy Ben Mendelsohn's uh, flashbacks and how they tell the tale. Yeah, they really took. I mean, Sissy SpaceX a, a recognizable name, and um, mm-hmm. what's his face who played the dad. But like, other than them, they really took like fairly little known actors who were just really good actors and just let them do their job, and it was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. I uh, I even liked Kevin, the guy who plays Kevin. He does a really good job. He plays this like I've, strung out kind of. I've never seen him in anything else, as yeah. far as I know. I, I uh, haven't. Oh, but... apparently he was in Dan in real life. Oh, okay. Which um, I only saw once. So yeah, so that I mean, watch your bloodline. Um, it's good. We talked about it here for years, so it should be no surprise. Yeah. So we got that May 26th. Yep. So you got plenty of time to get caught up. There you go. Um, yeah. Is it time for the NAS Corner? It is time for the NAS Corner. Guess who doesn't have a drop yet? Who needs a drop when you got this? NAS Corner. NAS Corner. We had an off week. We had, so it's been, I feel like it's been forever since NASCAR. Because it's an off week, so you really have had like, over well, we got weeks. to watch the the Bahrain Grand Prix. That was fun. Is that where the guy lost his legs? No, that was at Donington in England. Uh, that was pretty horrifying. That's, that's horrible. Anyway, why did you why did you bring that shit up? That's that's terrible for you to do that. I'm sorry. Um, about that. <laughs> so, but we did have Texas NASCAR. We did have Texas, and I can barely remember it. Blaney was awesome. Blaney was until he wasn't dominant. until he wasn't until he you know he had to pit and then he just couldn't get it back and. There you go. He got hit. I think he got he got some car damage and got stuck in the pack. And then he had uh, a really good attitude about it, though. Mm-hmm. When he was like, "Well, you know, I want to win, but like that was a lot of fun, and we got a really good car." Yeah, I mean, I think they know it by now. I mean, they've been in it every race. It's always been something, you know, another factor or something else, and or just dumb luck or just not being at the right t- place at the right time to to mm-hmm. get. I mean, good. I mean, you don't get what six or what six or seventh in standings, not having a good car. So they know they they have what it takes to compete with the big boys. Um, yeah, I think they're just they're being patient, which I think is good. I mean, shit, it's his second year. Um, you know, he's got twenty more years of this, hopefully. So you know, just hang <coughs> tight. It'll come. Same same for Chase, right? It's like he's oh yeah, these guys are good, man. They're gonna win. And you get people, you know, like the Jeff Gordons and these guys that are dropping out and it's just making way for these new kids. I mean, you look at the top five, the top ten, I mean, it's a lot of new guys. It's the Kyle it Larson. A lot of new Kyle guys. Larson, Chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney. So I honestly didn't think that Eric Jones would be running as well as he is, but he's running go. really well this year. There you go. And Suarez um, is in there somewhere, right? Yeah, I thought he'd be doing better, but yeah. I think he's adjusting and I don't know. I thought he'd be doing better than he is now, but maybe he just needs a little bit of time to adjust to the faster yeah. cars. I don't so, know. so I was happy we won two. You know, Blaney won two stages. He looked fast. He held his own with the big boys. Um, but you know, oh yeah, for sure, stuff happened. I mean, even the even the best. You know, it's it's hard. It's hard to finish at the top. Um, That's the thing. Like you're going against. And, Probably not not yeah. forty, but like at least you know twenty of the best drivers. And Truex had a fast car. God, they, they have been so good lately. Yeah, they've got a really good car. Um, I don't, I don't so, know what they're doing. So but Bristol will be fun. Bristol will be fun. I'm excited for Bristol. Yeah, uh, half quarter, half a mile, half a mile. It's just over half a mile. Mm-hmm. Just just a skosh over half a mile. Just a skosh. And that's a fun-ass track, man. They do that thing in like 16 seconds. It's crazy. That's It's a lot of braking. 
It's a hell of a lot of breaking. Yeah. yeah. It's like uh, if you took Martinsville and like squashed it. Wow. That's crazy. Because Martinsville seems small to me. Like I get a little yeah, claustrophobic I mean, watching it. They're like this, just about the same length, but like they're so different. Mm. So they're, the, they're yeah. the same, but they're different. They're the same, but they're different. Uh, we did get uh, we got some info about the All Star format for this year. Oh, right, 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 right. I didn't, so and I didn't understand it at all. So there's that. Well, it was pretty complicated mm-hmm. uh, to to assuage your fears of that. It was pretty. Com- I had to read it like three. They times get money. Like their it's their incentive to be in this race is is the cash. Yeah, the winner gets one million dollars. Is that a lot of money to NASCAR drivers? I call it the Alan Parsons project. <laughs> wow, that's just that. Pre- preparation H, preparations G and I, or was it F and G? Uh, did not work. Pre- uh, preparation H was a success. Exactly. So here's how this is going to work. There's going to be an open race, which is basically everybody who doesn't already qualify for the all-star race. And it's, uh, I think it's everybody who wins a stage in that race gets into the all-star. Okay. And then there's stages in the all-star, which can earn you a spot in the final 10-lap, 10-car stage. So at the very end, there's going to be 10 cars doing a 10-lap sprint to the finish. And the winner of that gets a million bucks. Wow. Now, do yeah. they use the same they the do they use their like regular race cars? Um like what if it crashes and there's like fuck? Yes and no. I mean it, they won't be using the one that they because this is the week usually the week before the Charlotte race. Uh-huh. They won't be using the cars that they would use the next week at Charlotte. Probably. So they would it would be their backup car or would be another car. It's probably another car set up very similarly. Okay, but yeah. it's it's fair to say that they may not have as much as many miles behind that car as they would some other vehicles. Pro- yeah, probably that's probably fair. Yeah. Okay. It just depends on how they've got everything set up, but like I mean, I know some of, some of them like your Eric Almarolas are probably not going to be putting too much into it because come on, come on. You're you're not gonna win it, gotcha. But but like you know the Hendrix cars and you know Blaney's gonna gonna be in the running, um at least you know to try to get in through the open. So like the the bigger teams, the the teams that have been running up front, they'll 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 spend some money to bring a decent car and okay 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 and do well. All right yeah, all right so. all right all right cool. So those are all star game uh, all star race. Yeah, it's, it's like the All Star Game, yeah. It's and uh, it's gonna is, be a lot of fun. When is this in September? It's in May. It's in May. Okay. May twentieth. <laughs> okay, so like next month. Yeah, it's next month. Um, usually, what they do is like, okay, so the it'll be the week before Memorial Day. They'll do it on like the weekend before Memorial Day. They'll do All Star Race, and then the Memorial Day weekend they'll do the Coca Cola Six Hundred, which is run a couple hours after the Indy 500. Gotcha. So, All right, which then. is a great weekend for me because usually that weekend I get the Monica <laughs> race in the morning. Exactly. The Monica race in the morning, the Indianapolis 500, and then the Coca-Cola 600. I get like 1,400 miles of racing that day. Wow. <laughs> and, and who knows? And, and where's your, fam- where's your family? Where's your family and all this? Uh, as far away from me as possible. That's funny. Let me see here. That would be... Like Sunday, May, t- I'll be off. Sweet. So church, so, and, so church, sit. and then uh, the race. Sure. <laughs> yeah, they can go to church while I'm watching the Monaco race. Nice. Uh, so the cool thing about this is, for the first time in a long time, we're gonna have an option tire, where they can use one set during either the open race or the All Star race, one set of softer, faster tires. And so, like, that's going to, like, put kind of a kink in the strategy. Because, like, when do you use your option tire? To try to get into the All-Star? Or? So, these tires are not staggered special, match perfect? <laughs> no, they're not staggered because they're okay. not bias ply. But okay. they are softer and faster. But they'll wear quicker, too. 
So okay. I think a lot of people, so, a lot of teams are going to wait and use them in that last 10 lap if they can. So, okay, well, we'll do a test. 50 laps with your tires, 50 laps with my tires. Mm-hmm. You give mm-hmm. me an honest run, I'm going to beat you. D- probably, okay. yeah. Okay, give me an honest run. Can't take you because we're eating ice cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the interesting thing about this, like, it's interesting for the all-star race, but in in – the grand scheme of things, all-star race doesn't really matter that much. It's not for points. It's just for money. Okay. The interesting thing is that there's a possibility that they may bring this to some actual races next year. Cool. Where you could like get to the end and you're like, oh, well, we still got our soft tires. Let's throw those bad boys on for the last 20 laps and tear shit up. All righty. I'm done talking so, about NASCAR. We're good. It's awesome. I've got 10 more minutes on NASCAR. Okay, so I got some movie news. That was a great transition. Yeah. Uh, Stephen King's It is coming back. Oh. Super done talking about movies. <laughs> Next. No, uh, I saw... Uh, is that your pick? The pick for the night? My it? pick is It. Although I haven't seen it yet. I don't see it. Well, I don't even know when it comes out. Sometime in the summer, hey, I guess. Dude, stop lying. I actually don't. I you inst- insta-pre-ordered. <laughs> That's right. I fandangoed. <laughs> As soon as you purchased your ticket, you you've picked out your seat. Yep, I've already got my seat reserved. Yeah. Um, I went and saw the Scarlett Johansson film Ghost in the Shell. Yes, tell me about yeah. the whitewashing. How was uh, how was uh, how was the washing of the white? That was so blown out of proportion. No, actually, it wasn't. Uh, Scarlett actually, Johansson, it was Scarlett Johansson, super white. Actually, actually, it was. If you've seen the original <laughs> anime, the robot is white. Which which nobody seems to be talking about. Like the original robot was white, was super white. Uh, it's, uh, it's potato tomato. No, it's really not. Okay, all right. So the movie was bad. No, it was not bad. It was a lot better than people think it was. It it was not bad at all. But what if like, there were some problems with it? But like it was super entertaining. Mm. How many? I people, enjoyed it. How many people were in the theater? Uh, well, it was like a Tuesday morning. Right, exactly. No, it was like a it was like a we know Tuesday what afternoon. time we know what time you see movies. There was like thirty or forty people in there. What? Yeah, there's a fair number of people in there. Who the f is seeing thirty people seeing Ghost in the Shell? Well, I don't know, but it, 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 we're in there. Wow, I enjoyed it. Did they did they accidentally like walk into that theater where they were supposed to go in and go see like I don't know what else was out? What else was they out were, then? They were going to see I don't I don't know what's playing Captain Underpants I don't know what's in the yeah theater. they were going to see Captain it's not Lego, out yet Lego Batman right they were going to see Lego Batman <laughs> like what is this white person Oh Jesus Christ it's oh it's such a story about nothing <laughs> Christ Almighty So Ghost in the Shell it's everything you wanted and more it. Okay that's all that matters sweetheart Yes Um. Let's talk about some other stuff you enjoyed. Star Wars Celebration. It I was, like Star Wars. It was a celebration, you guys. It was a Star Wars Celebration. I cannot imagine flying to Orlando. And uh, it just seems like such... Uh, it seems awful. Like It's just like a, a bunch of people like jerking off about how much they love Star Wars. Which, I mean, uh, I like Star Wars, but come on. Come on. It's you just don't, a movie. It's also in public and not in your house, so... Right. You're, you're not gonna happen yeah like the, literally the only place i think i can get you to travel to is fenway park yeah yeah i'll, I'll go there i'd probably <laughs> i probably could get you there again yeah yeah that's about you it probably get me there again that's probably about uh, it. maybe yankee I, stadium maybe we'll go to the, the yankee stadium and i don't want to go to fucking yankee stadium <laughs> jesus christ that's like that's like going to go to like candlestick park or something it's not there um, it tore it down Oh, that's right, because it broke. Because um, <laughs> it was awful. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was an earthquake, too. But um, So, yeah, Star Wars Celebration. Like The only really interesting thing to me about Star Wars Celebration is when they come out with like a new trailer or something. And they did. They came out with a new trailer for Last Jedi, and it looks really awesome. Yeah, it was really good. So, here's the thing, though. Like I, I don't, I don't have the link, so I probably won't be able to put it in the show notes. But I saw a thing where Ryan Johnson was like, "Yeah, I think it's just one Jedi. That's the last Jedi. It's Luke." So he like totally like just shat on the whole "it's multiple Jedi" things. 
Well, I think, again, this is all semantics, right? Because I think that, like we learned, you know, that was one of the outs that they had in, in Star Wars Rebels with Ahsoka or Ahsoka or whatever, how she's like, I'm not a Jedi anymore. And that's how, like, they can explain that maybe she's still alive, even in, in like, New Hope time, where they said that, you know, that uh, Obi-Wan was the last of the Jedi or whatever, and then mm. until, until Luke came. So it's this whole thing that, yeah, they can still have Force powers. Like, Ray can be, like, Force, what's it called? Force, uh... Well, like, Force-sensitive. Yeah, 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 really yeah. Force-sensitive, but not necessarily be a Jedi. I don't know. But I think... yeah. There was an interesting article that I sent to you from Polygon that was talking about like the political backstory. Yeah, of all that, that was really good. I need to put that in the show notes. Really thought about it differently in terms of yeah, you know, these Jedi need to go because having this crazy like religious cult pretty much ha- have control from the government to pretty much do whatever they want, not have any repercussions. Like that's kind of fucked up. Um, they need to go away. You know, that the world does not need these uncapped unguarded people with these crazy powers like just telling you what's right and what's wrong i mean pretty much that was he was right on the nose like it's fucking qui-gon man he qui-gon's fault like he made darth vader yeah he really did and like i know i know that that the article was at least a little bit like tongue-in-cheek a little bit but Mm -hmm. like it it made a lot of sense true 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 true, in fiction so so anyway the trailer um, I wrote a couple of notes. I put pretty. It's just very pretty. And I think that's very pretty. That's what I want about that world, right? You know, I mean, I think we've had, especially with what we're at now at a point where we're going to get a new Star Wars movie every year. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, it kind of worries me a little bit. Maybe we're going to get, what's it going to be like if we get tired of that? You know, like, because before, I mean, it was one thing with Force Awakens because it was like the first really big deal in a long time. Um. Except for Re- Re- Revenge of the Sith. Right, right, true, 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 true. <laughs> but um, I'm going to choose to ignore that reality. So um, I think it was interesting. You know, it's interesting. I, I really am just looking for, show me something pretty. Show me something that I haven't seen. Yeah. Show me something that looks, I mean, I'm going to see it on the big screen. So show me something that like takes advantage of that. I look at the, the scene where they got the ships rolling across the desert there and the red smoke's coming up. I'm like, that's fucking cool. I want to know what that is. That's fucking cool. Like, yeah. that's fucking cool. And the space battle looks awesome. You know, different ships. So that's that's badass. I'm all in on that. Um, and uh, and Ren's, and Kylo Ren's lightsaber is back again. Tour de force. <laughs> he hasn't learned. He hasn't learned. <laughs> and, and I don't know. I just, I love, I have a love-hate relationship with that lightsaber. I, mean, I, I love lo- how ridiculous it is. I love it. Yeah, I love it because it looks so cool. But I also, it, it kind of freaks me out because it's very unsafe. Like, yeah. I mean, he's, like, hol- well, like he's holding Darth it. Maul. He's holding it. And he really can't. It's one thing with the Darth Maul one because you can he can put both his hands like in the middle and he's really not touching. And he can side. decide which one to open. And yeah, yeah. But, but Kylo is like you're, he's putting his hand underneath the base of this like T structure, whereas like two parts of the T structure are fucking lightsabers. You know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> it's so unnecessary. <laughs> it's unnecessary, and like one flick of the wrist, and he doesn't have a wrist. <laughs> I mean, do you? I, I don't want to be responsible for that. No, no. He's he's a very impetuous and irresponsible boy. Clearly, as as evidenced by the the scene where he's like throwing shit at the fucking control board and the oh, the stormtroopers so stormtroopers walk the other way. Um, did you see? I'm sure you did, but did you see the Saturday Night Live skit where they did Undercover Boss? No, with did him. I, I don't oh think my I did. God. Was that it's good? Was it good? He's he's like Kylo Ren as undercover boss as like a like a janitor. Okay, yeah. Star Killer Base. No, and, I haven't seen that. And he comes in and the, like Bobby Moynihan's like a like oh, a stormtrooper or something, and he's Bo- like talking shit about Kylo Ren. Bobby Moynihan, SNL. He's like the white Tim Meadows. Never... Yeah, well, well, he's like the the white Keenan Thompson. No, I'm saying he's like the white Tim Meadows because he's been on. He'll be on the show for like 40 years. Yeah, but like Keenan Thompson's like broken Tim Meadows' record several times over. Keenan Thompson has no. Yeah, he's been on forever. Keenan Tom- like Keenan Thompson 14, from, 15 from, seasons from Good Burger. Keenan yes. Thom- Thompson. Yes, I'm not lying. He's been on for like 25 years. No, stop. <laughs> 
So, but here's the thing about the the Last Jedi trailer that really get got me excited. It's like it it goes along with what you were saying, where like, are we gonna get tired of seeing the same things over and over again? And right from the beginning of this trailer, they started. It looked like a star field, but then the lights come up and it's friggin' rocks and it's Ray on the rocks. And it's like right from the beginning, they're like subverting our expectations mm-hmm. in a way that they. As mu- I loved the Force Awakens. I thought it was a great movie. I really enjoyed it. But all of these people who write these think pieces that are like, oh, it's just a new hope redone, like they're right. It is. It's very, very similar to a new hope in structure and in characters. And like, I get that. I understand that. Um, but I still loved it. But with, it seems like they're now starting to say, okay, we, we've done that. Let's start doing the things that nobody's expecting. Sure. And that's what got me really excited. Because why not? I mean, they're right, obviously exactly. they're obviously no they're on this path to to continue to build this brand and make a shit ton of money and build fucking Star Wars land at all these resorts and Star Wars and Star Wars themed resorts at these resorts and it's just continually sinking money into all this shit and so I mean, why not? Just go go for broke, man, because you're not gonna be, ever be broke. Do it. So, all right. Star Wars trailer comes. uh, Star Wars trailer out now. uh, Movie out Christmas. Yep. What I think it's like the fifteenth or something. I can't remember. Yeah, it doesn't matter. December. Doesn't matter. Go see it on Christmas. Everyone's going to see it. Um. We also got a new Star Wars anthology book. Does it have Thrawn? Because I want more Thrawn in my life. I doubt it. Because what it is is it's stories from minor characters in A New Hope, and Thrawn is not in A New Hope. The bartender at Mos Eisley. Yep, and yes. uh, and the the Cantina Band. Because I, I really want to know more about what happened after the du- the wolf guys got his arm cut off. Not the wolf guy; it was his friend, right? His friend gets his arm cut off. No, the wolf guy goes. I can't remember, but you know that was a mess, and I have to clean up. Yeah, but I was like, um, what happens after that? Like, what happens? Like, does his overhead change? Does he have to? Like have a you new know policy. he's got does more he, imperial scrutiny after that. Does he have to put a metal detector up? Like, does he? Well, he had the thing that that that's getting for droids. He but now, had that but up. now they have to have one for Jedi. So then it's yeah, like they can have one for lightsabers. It's like this whole like Plessy versus Ferguson scenario. Like, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, Where are you going with this? <laughs> I'm, we're talking segregation. You know, we're talking. <laughs> he's got separate water fountains for Jedi. <laughs> yes, yeah, separate but equal. Okay, this is what we're talking about here. This, these are the, these are the untold stories of the Star Wars <laughs> anthology. Uh, I'm I'm actually really excited about this because like some, some well, I don't know all the names on this list of people that are writing stories for this, but one of them I do know is Griffin McElroy from uh, My Brother, My Brother and Me, which makes me very excited. Mm-hmm. Um, but the cool thing about this is they're selling this book. It's got stories from all these minor characters, and they're donating a, a bunch of money. And a bunch of children's books to this charity called First Book, which like provides books for kids, and like a lot of the a lot of the proceeds from this are going to that. So that's kind of cool. Cool. So I I have already pre ordered it. Boom. Well, there you go. Yeah, you can pre order it on the Rand- Penguin Random House website, and there was a link to the- in the show notes. So go get it. It looks really cool. I can't remember how much it is. It wasn't that much. Let me see. No, what's what's money? You know, you can't take it with you. They print more every day. <laughs> true, 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 true. Okay, let's move. Let's move it along here. Uh, I've got a hard it's thirty stop. bucks. It's I thirty hard, bucks. I got a hard stop at nine thirty. No, you don't. Um, so <laughs> uh, we got some uh, some Marvel news. Oh, uh, are we at a store? Right, the Ragnarok, Thor and, De- Thor and Deadpool. Oh yeah, no. Okay, let's do Thor first. So okay. Thor Ragnarok, save the best, save the best for last. Um, so we had a, an internal debate on the Google Doc, or I guess it's on our iMessage about what was on the Google Doc about the episode. Um, yeah, of whether I can't we of whether we discussed this or not, because I felt really confidently that we talked about Perfect Strangers in Space, which is what this movie is. <laughs> so I guess we touched on the show on the movie, but the trailer obviously hadn't come out yet, so. Trailer's out, uh, Thor Ragnarok. 
it's definitely Perfect Strangers in Space, and it looks really good and really funny. Um, I think the one the one big takeaway I wrote down from it, and I think I, as soon as I watched it, I commented to you, is like that's how you music, like that's yeah, how you real. take a song, like the fucking Zeppelin, um, was awesome, and super abs- well used, like the original band. A, a mm-hmm. great mix of the song, appropriate to the trailer of what you're showing me. You know, and I look at the Justice League, where it's like a remake of the Beatles of a good Beatles song, poorly done, poorly done, and doesn't flow with anything. It's really like, oh, the title of the song has come together. That's really cool because that's what we're trying to do as a Justice League. But we're <coughs> not going to actually listen to the song and like how the music flows with what's happening on screen because it's literally it's like, what the, literally what they did was like, oh, okay, Justice League. What are we trying to do? Trying to bring all these people together. Oh yeah, there's that Beatles song, but no one's going to know who the Beatles are. So let's come up with some new cover <laughs> band to play the Beatles to play this song, and it's come together and everyone will get it because the Justice League is coming together. Not. Let's play the song with the content that we have provided and see if it fits. They didn't they didn't do that. I can just see some goddamn executive at Warner Brothers sitting there going, "Guys, guys, guys. Come together. Get it? You guys get it? Do you get what I'm doing here? Come yeah. together. Yeah. Let's do that." Yeah. It's like it's like trailer by committee and it's horrible. But Thor, on the other hand, they get it. Did it really well. They get it. Zeppelin Love it. Um, And they just get that, hey, let's make all these movies like Guardians of the Galaxy, and it'll be okay. (laughs) It really is, yeah. So I'm I'm fine with that. I am fucking fine with that. I'm totally okay with that. April 19th, 2017. Totally fucking fine. Is that that. when we get Thor? No, that's when when I've recorded to the multiverse that I'm totally fucking fine with. That's that's today. That's today. Yes, yes, that's today. uh, If I say April... 24th that's probably when you'll be listening to this episode or when it gets edited and posted probably um no that's when i am totally fucking fine with them making all movies like guardians of the galaxy yeah that's totally fine. fine i'm fine with it it's good it's a good movie it's a joke hat <laughs> turd ferguson <laughs> so watch the thor ragnarok trailer it's got lots of good stuff in there kate blanchett uh, i did not recognize her yeah jeff goldblum lots jeff of good goldblum yeah, Jeff Goldblum's in it. Did you not see him? He plays the grand. He plays the grandmaster. He's the the head dude in the Gladiator games. He plays I'm, the I'm fucking looking. what's the what's the Joaquin Phoenix character in Gladiator? He plays kind of plays that guy. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay, I remember. He's he's okay. Yeah yeah. He plays the grand. And, he, he's blue in the comics. So. And what's her face from Veronica Mars? Tessa Thompson. Yes, and Westworld. Yeah, so I like her. Uh, I need to watch Westworld again. <laughs> So good. I need. I need more. Um, what's her face in my life? Now that I, don't, yep. I can't. I can't. I, I. I need her more in my life, but I can't remember her name. Yep. Rachel sure. something. Right. Yeah. No. Um. Sure. No. You know. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I do. Do you know what's her name? Um. I can see her face. Oh, that doesn't help me. Mm. Uh. So we got some Deadpool two news. Big Deadpool two news. That that's Huge. been ro- that's been rolling around. Uh, on the interwebs for a while in terms of rumors. How many different people were rumored as Cable? Like 5 million, 6 yeah. million different yeah. people? Pretty much. Pretty much. Evan Rachel Wood. I knew there was a Rachel in there. Her name is Evan Rachel Wood. We'll edit that in so it looks like we knew what we were talking about. Yeah. Um, I knew there was a Rachel in there. Uh, so She's such a Rachel. She's so Rachel. Um, what were we talking about? Boom. Uh, Deadpool 2. Yes, yeah, there were a lot of them. Uh, Russell Crowe was rumored. Ugh. Obviously, Kyle Chandler, Brad Pitt, um, mm. lots of characters. But ultimately, it settled on Brandon from Goonies, <laughs> Josh Brolin. Uh, yeah, and they I'm, saw his work in Goonies. <laughs> yeah, I Not mean how, Sicario how he or... how he played against uh, Sean Astin. I mean, it was classic. Oh yeah, and and against short round. Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Andy, you goody. Um, so, uh, so Josh Brolin. Josh is, Brolin is, is cable. cable, and I'm and I'm excited about it. I think he's going to do a great job. He's a really good actor. 
Yeah, I think what I like most about it is I really so I think what a couple people you know have problems with one is that he's playing Thanos in the Avengers movies. So he's yeah. kind of like he's kind of like jumping into multiple characters within the Mar- Marvel universe, but that's not the first time or the last time that'll happen. And it's, um, I mean, it's a- not AKA like a Chris Lo- or Chris Evans with uh, Human Torch and Captain America. But um, the Human Torch was denied a bank loan. He was uh, Lemon Face, Lime Face. So I'm good with it, and this is why because at its very most basic element. The cable mm-hmm. character is all about playing off a of Deadpool. It's like the exact opposite of Deadpool, which is what makes it so hilarious is that cable is this he ha he's like the serious funny guy, right? So he's the guy that's like more uptight and and more stoic, but it still has some really funny lines and a more serious tone. And I think Josh Rowland can totally play that part. Would you say that he is would you say that he is the Larry Appleton to Deadpool's Balky Bartokamus? Yeah, but I also think that but Larry Appleton Larry Appleton has more of a screwball like, yeah, kind of mentality. I mean, this guy is a grizzled like war veteran, like don't fuck with me. And and he, he he's doing this and I could just see him like standing there being this like badass mofo and Deadpool just like jumping all over the place, like making funny comments and inappropriate gestures and shit. Um and him just being like, What the fuck? You know, like so I It's uh, gonna be a lot of fun to see that. I am very excited to see the two of them play because we already know that Ryan plays that Deadpool character uh just amazingly in terms of the the comedic approach to it, and I think Josh Brolin will do the same from the other perspective, and that's what you want in those two characters. And that's why they work so well together is because it is somewhat like a perfect strangers. I will give you that. Um, but uh, As far as I'm concerned, everything can be compared to perfect strangers. It's like Larry Appleton on steroids, right? So if he was like juicing, maybe. The, you know, maybe he- we need to follow this to its logical conclusion, though. Sure. Which one of us is Balky and which one of us is Cousin Larry? Hmm. That's a good point. I don't know. I think I you're. I, th- I think you're cousin Larry, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm still not sure if I'm Rick or Morty. That's 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 a, the more pressing question. We'll have to yeah, get into that later. We'll so, um, excited about Josh Brolin. We'll see how that. We'll see how that comes. He Instagrammed some pics of him getting the mold on his face. That was so awesome. Which is badass. And he's sitting there like taking notes, and he's fucking got this blue shit all over. All his face. He looked like Nebula. Yeah. Um, oh. mm, now I'm thinking about <laughs> Nebula, Ginger. <laughs> um, anyway, super excited about Guardians of the Galaxy 2. So oh. that's that. Uh, is that all movies? That's all our movies, right? That's all the movies. All right, into games. Let's dive right in. Let's do games. Nintendo is stupid. Or are or they? Unless. <laughs> We're just keep, cut to so. Keith Morrison. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> Why are you in this house? Um, so uh, Nintendo is stupid because they have stopped selling. Have they stopped or are going to stop? <laughs> they are selling ending production, I think, by the end of this month, I think. By the end of this month. Okay, so they're getting ready to stop selling the NES Classic, which uh, all of us in the on the internet uh, thought was stupid. But now we're hearing that, well, the reason they're doing this is because they're bringing out the Super Nintendo Classic. But I don't get that. Like, you haven't even had this on the market six months. Yeah. And it was uh, doing really well to the point where people were paying a ridiculous amount for it on eBay. So what's, what part of that conversation or that storyline says we should stop making that product? So I'm um, just just now looked it up on Amazon for shits and giggles, and Amazon doesn't have any. You can get a new one from three hundred dollars. Exactly, which is why I'm buying all the Super Nintendos. Yeah. So like, and then of course, and then of course they will make like a thousand million of them, and then mine will be worth shit. Right. What I don't understand is okay. So the the core competency of this company is making game consoles. Mm-hmm. And with the NES Classic, they have made probably, arguably, the cheapest game console they've ever made for them to produce. Are they so supply constrained on 
I don't know what what kind of board they're using. It's I think it's Android powered. I can't even remember what it is. But it's a super simple little board in there. There's so are many they, fucking people in Asia. Like, just make another sweatshop. Right? Are they <laughs> are they so supply constrained that they can't make the Super Nintendo one while they're still making the Nintendo one? Like, who's in charge of operations there? Uh, like, you're th- like they, when you look at a successful company like Apple, like. They don't stop selling something just because <laughs> they start selling something else. Like you sell them both until the first one stops selling. Yeah. And then you stop selling it. But the, but it, and it's also two completely <laughs> different things. So it's like they're not mutually, you know, they're not the one doesn't have anything to do with the other outside of the fact that everyone that buys an NES is also going to buy a Super NES. But yeah. it's not like but you're going to have people that'll buy one or the other, but it's not like people are going to stop buying the Nintendo. Nobody's going to look at one and say, oh, well, the, they're $60 for 30 games. I can only get one. Right. They're going to get them. Someone that has one is going to get the other one just, yeah. just to get it. And so to say I, we need to stop making the Nintendos to focus on the Super Nintendo. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. Why don't let's let's focus on getting a good supply demand process with the Nintendos. Do that. Also, build your fucking Super Nintendos. I think they've just got their hands in so much shit because they're also doing all that Nintendo Switch stuff. And they, you know, trying to do the, they had the app that's really dumb because you had to pay for it and you can only do it online Mm -hmm. um, or the game or whatever, uh, Super Mario Run. So I think it's like they're overextending themselves, but that's fine if you have the infrastructure and the know-how and the business sense to do that. But they're obviously like, Seems like they're in way over their head because they don't seem like they can can't can't juggle all that stuff. Yeah, if they can't do these two simple things at the same time, then there's some kind of like structural problems with that company, which sucks. Because take my money, like like, right. I'm ready to pay you for this. Don't understand. Charge me no sense whatsoever. Oh my god, charge me ninety nine cents a month to play all the Nintendo games on my phone. I mean, like I just don't. I don't understand. There's so much money that they could be. They could be tapping into. I watched a breakdown of the NES Mini Classic, whatever the hell they call it, because every every single country they call it something different. But I I watched a breakdown of it, and it's literally like a hunk of plastic, a logic board, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and like that's it. Like there's not that much in it. Like a lot of the components. Are stuff that they that they took off the Wii and the Wii U, so like like they can. Like, I don't understand what their problem is unless it's just a like a mentality of, oh no no we already sold that now we're gonna do something different like like it's that's exactly what it is. They're like okay that was that was a cool idea that was pitched. Um, we did it, <laughs> you know it looked cool. So let's go back and do this for the Super Nintendo. But it's like, it, uh, but the thing. But you're still but, making money. Yeah, I was like, that was, but people really like that one. Hello. Like, with all its flaws, and it's still running $300 I know. to get I know. one. I know. Yeah, the tiny ass, like, controllers, yeah. length, and all that stuff. People still are fucking paying for it. Doesn't I don't know. I don't get it. I mean, I'll, I'll buy the Super Nintendo, and I'm, I'm glad they're doing that because I have a Nintendo, so I'm not, you know, so upset about it. But. I just don't. I just don't. I will never understand it. Will never. It makes understand no sense it. to me. They but could, it did kind of piss me off though, because like I'm like, all right, Nintendo, this is really stupid. The thirty, like, the thirty right, to forty-five year olds, like, could just have all their money. You could just have all their money. Right. Well, it's like you know they do something, and and I get pissed off, and I'm like, all right, that's it. I'm done with your goddamn stupid crap, Nintendo. And mm-hmm. then they say, well, we're gonna come out with the Super Nintendo now. And yeah, of course I come it'll be right interesting. Back and like, mm, it'll be interesting to see what games because there was a, it was the yeah. same thing you know with the Nintendo Classic where it's like really you don't you don't have this game on there you don't have this game you know no skater got, no skater die five no skater die I mean I've got five that I really really want okay and they're probably out. very similar to your five okay read read your five F zero okay that's on my list Star Fox that's on my list. Super Mario Kart. That's on my list. Super Mario World. That's on my list. Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. That's a good one. Yeah, I think I had those four as my as the four that I wanted on there. There's there was there one more. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, Zelda: Link to the Past was a good one. 
Um, I like that. Uh, none of the none of the Castlevania games, huh? Were they out for Super Nintendo? I didn't play any of the Super Nintendo cla- Castlevania okay. games. I only played that one that's on regular Nintendo. Gotcha. Yeah, I put I put those four games: Super Mario World, Mario Kart, F Zero, and Star Fox. I mean, I just was yeah. thinking about like to the games that I played the most. Yeah. Um, like Kirby Three. Yeah. I mean, Super and really Super Mario, Super Mario World, and Star Fox. Like so many hours between those two games. My God, yeah. I. So I play I play a lot of S Zero, but it was such an early. It, it was a game that came out so early on, like that it just got trumped by newer games. Yeah, that's I think true. once I beat it, I was like, I'm done with that. Yeah, I mean, it was a good. Like, I still want to play it because it was fun. It's kind of like Excite Bike. I mean, it's kind of like it's cool to play it, but then it was kind of trumped. Um, yeah, Star Fox, not so much. Like Star Fox was just like what it was doing at the time was so fucking cool. It was the most amazing thing I'd ever <laughs> seen on my television. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, like polygons. What are polygons? No, and Super Mario World was just so fun. Like they they just got it. Like they got it. They got the Yoshi character yeah. was awesome, and it was just the graphics were just like, oh my god. I mean, it was such a and and I loved Super Mario Three. It was probably one of my favorite games I ever played on the Nintendo. Yeah. Start to finish. I know, I know a lot of people really liked it, and I don't. It's not a bad game. I just never could get into it. Mario Three. Yeah. Ah. Oh. The warp whistles and oh my god! Yeah, it was a good game. Like I don't deny that. Uh, it's just I, I loved just it. Really I loved it. it. But but I did hear I read somewhere that Yoshi was supposed to be in Super Mario Three, mm. and they couldn't they couldn't make it work, and so they pushed him. So there, there you, you go. go. There a little you factoid go. for you. Boom! Dropping dropping the knowledge. Okay, so. Is that let's finish game? up games and do your pick, and let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, so... Oh, we had a trailer for Star Wars Battlefront 2. It looked amazing. Electric Boogaloo. Uh, it looks very good. It has a campaign. I'm very excited about this campaign. The dark because, side. Yeah, we get to play as a storm... Uh, well, she's it's not like a, a She's like she's a special like a, forces... She's like special forces for the Empire. Yeah, right? and she can, she can like do ground assaults, and she can fly TIE fighters, and she can do everything. Yeah. So Superwoman looks awesome. It's taking place after the events of Return of the Jedi. Right. It like starts right after. Yeah. Yeah. Right after the Death Star blows up, which I think is awesome. I mean, because it's probably like the most, you know, the the most poignant, the most emotional, the most like that that whole trilogy is building to that moment. Right. Where you've really just like fucking destroyed the second Death Star. And just the fact, like, even just that little bit of moment where you're looking at it, you're like, oh, my God, like, yeah, like, they were on the planet, and then, like, they see it blow up. It's like, it's so fucking crazy. But there are people yeah. from the, there are people from the, like, the other side, the Empire side, that are still around, that, you know, weren't on, yeah. on the Death Star. You don't blow up one space station, and, like, that's the end of everything. Like, right. I don't care what Jedi ghosts show up. Right, so uh, I'm excited, and you know who knows how it all plays in. Um, you know, maybe some sort of like building to the Knights of Ren. I don't know. I mean, there may be something in there that kind of does that. That would be interesting. I did uh, hear them say that everything that's in the campaign of this game is canonical. Nice. I think so that's you, pretty cool. Yeah, you have to believe. I mean, they they work so closely with with Star Wars. Um, yeah, there with, was an article on. It was either IGN or one of those other sites that was talking about. There's like a group of three people at Lucasfilm that are basically like they just the arbiters of what's canonical and what's not. Wow. I was like, my God, I would not want that job. No, that's Jesus tough, Christ. That's a tough job. Yeah. Um, so it looks good. Watch it. Comes out in November ish, somewhere around there. But I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to have a campaign mode. It'll be the you know first time in a very long time. I'm super um, stoked. I, I really loved, you know, Battlefront for a while, but, you know, the multiplayer just kind of got old. Um, I got tired of dying. I'll be yeah. completely honest. With right. You. I got tired well, because there was no the way they put you in with, like, all these other crazy people who, who have nothing to do because they're in college and they just play the video game all the time and they get better and better. So yeah. they needed some type of tiering system where they only put you in with, like, people of, like, equal rank. Can you put me in with other 30-something <laughs> casual gamers, please? Yeah, yes, please, thank you. So please, I have a chance. Please and thank you. Um, if I'm hiding behind a rock <laughs> trying to snipe someone, please don't kill me every three seconds. Yeah. So I'm excited about the offline campaign version where it's just me, myself, and Irene. So 
Um, that, that's her name, right, Irene? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Come on. Come on, Irene. <laughs> <laughs> that's not correct. Uh, so, speaking of not, Lucasfilm games. Come on, Irene. That's not not right. even. Not even <laughs> Uh, speaking of Lucasfilm games, uh, the classic 1996, I think, wow. game Full Throttle, wow. which I played on my <laughs> PC of course you uh, did. with a keyboard. Of course you uh, did. I loved this game so much, and it has been, it's been remastered, and it's coming out for PlayStation 4, and I'm so excited. Like My nipples are hard. Uh, it comes and out I'm Friday? Gonna, uh, I think that's right, yeah. There you go. Which kind of sucks because I have to work this weekend, but I'm off all next week, so... Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> what so, are you doing? Uh, taking a vacation to play Full Throttle. <laughs> and doing nothing? <laughs> no. I'm, yeah, I'm, you know me. You got, some wood, shit. you got some wood projects? I got some wood to chop. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, Full Throttle is coming out. I'm very, very, very excited about this. And cool. And I cannot wait to play it. So. Cool, 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 cool. All right, that's and games. I got, got a pick. I mean, it's it's not like anything new. It's a, it was new for me. Um, this makes me so happy. So I texted you. This was like probably like a week ago, and I was like, "What's up with all this? Like, what are what are the what's up with all these? What these kids are watching? This this show the kids <laughs> this show the kids are watching called Rick and Morty? Because like my Facebook and my Twitter feed was like literally." emblazoned in talk about Rick and Morty, this this drop of, of the season three premiere on Adult Swim. And I'm like, what is this show? Yeah, the internet went crazy. I don't that. understand. I watch it, but... Should I be watching this show? Why, why haven't I watched this show? Like, what is this show? And I, I came to you, my, like, soothsayer of odd TV. Because I know what the kid's like. <laughs> yeah. And you were like, yeah, it's pretty good. It's weird as shit. Yeah, it's it, yeah. I think that's the starting point. Um, and then it's it gets super weird. Yeah, and it it is like metaphysical in the ways that I can't even describe. So we're talking about Rick and Morty, um, Rick and an Morty. an animated sitcom on Adult Swim. Yes. Uh, two seasons. Uh, third season is going to premiere this summer. They had a drop of the first episode of that. Do we have a, a couple date weeks ago? Uh, no, I do not think we do. Um, I said sometime in the summer. Uh, t- the two ep- the two seasons previously are available on Hulu. Uh, you can watch them on the Hulu. Um, pretty easy, like twenty, you know, some minute episodes. But yeah. it's so different than anything else, and it um, it's done by these two guys, Dan Harmon and Justin Rowland. Who yeah, Justin Dan Rowland, Harmon is like the guy from Community, and stuff. he got fired from Community. Yeah, he did. Yeah, um, and they actually wrote the script, the first script for the show, in like the Paramount Studios lot, like in this trailer. I did not know that. The two of them like just came, like sat down and had like a binge, you know, fest, and like came up with the the first the premise. Um, but uh, so it originally was supposed to be like this spinoff on Doc and Doc and Marty. The back right. to the, a back to the future thing but like a really like sadistic and like alternate super reality dark. yeah yeah super crazy back to the future and then as as adult swim like got wind of it and picked it up and they tweaked it a little bit and they said how you know get how to get these characters more involved make it a family make you know make uh doc rick and making rick his grandfather and all this stuff and um so it's just it's really interesting. The, the the creators say that they owe a lot to obviously Simpsons. They they consider it like a mix of Simpsons and Futurama, with like yeah. family elements with the heavy sci fi. Um, they draw on like the Ren and Stimpy show, uh, a lot mm-hmm. of that stuff. But it, it's so weird. Um, so it's about it's really like the fledgling adventures of Grandpa Rick and his grandson Morty around the universe and. They make up all this crazy shit, and it sound it almost has this feel like most of the episodes are almost like improv, because it just it kind of feels that way. It just seems it? like sometimes they're just they have a concept and they're just talking, and um, and then they ha- it, it kind of reminded me some some elements of like drug history, where <laughs> they'll like record, you know, they'll record the audio, and then they'll have to a- they'll have to act or animate to the audio. So it's just like sometimes it's, it doesn't line up correctly. Um, but it's like hilarious. Uh, 
I, I just think it's it's really well done. There's nothing on TV like it. Um, <laughs> That's and, 100% true. And it's just, I don't know, I just love it. And the, I mean, the, the voice acting, the fact that Justin Rowland does the voices for both Rick and Morty is crazy, one. Um, I don't know how he does that. You got Chris Parnell as the dad, Spencer Grammer mm. as, the, as the sister, uh, and Sarah Chalk. I, I'm is, a Spencer Sarah Chalk. Grammer fan. I am too. Sarah Chalk is the mom. I love Sarah Chalk. She's yes, funny shit. Yes, she is. And it's so oh, it's just it's just so good. Like I wanna I've just finished today. I finished season two. So season one and two is only like twenty episodes or so. It's not not a lot. Um Yeah. But now I want to watch them all over again. It's and the cool thing, I think the best thing I like about it is that it is it's all out of order, right? It's all disjointed. I mean, you don't. There's no set order to it. You can watch them out of order. You, they're all individual stories, self-contained. Um, yeah. Some stuff kind of, you know, plays back into it, but I mean, like you see at the end of season two, like some of that stuff from the season. But for the most part, each story is kind of a story of it in itself. Yeah, and they don't mind like just saying, oh, well, this reality, this universe is is ruined, so we're yeah, going to destroy it and bring in a different one. Well, and then they like they take time <clears throat> with these episodes where it's like an episode within an episode within an episode, and you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, they had this one episode where it was like he needed, or his battery was dying in the, in the spaceship, right? And mm-hmm. he was on another world, and his battery died in a spaceship, so they had to go inside the battery... <laughs> to fix it and inside the battery was a universe that he created to power the battery <laughs> right and then the people in the universe figured out the battery wasn't working because people in the universe figured out an alternate means of energy which was to create a universe to power <laughs> their right. universe and so then they went into that universe and found someone that was figuring out how to do the same i mean it was fucking trippy as hell yeah, and there's so much going on in every episode that like yeah. you almost have to watch them over and over again to see everything. <laughs> but that's okay. It's great. It's just, it's wonderful. It's so I, good. I really like it. Yeah. So when did you first start watching this? Uh, I randomly saw it on Hulu. Uh-huh. Uh Maybe a year ago, and I was like, "Oh, this looks interesting. I give it a shot." And I watched the first one. And I was like, "I don't know <laughs> what I just watched, but I have to see more." Mm-hmm. And so I just kept watching, and like I was like, we've never talked about it. You never weird. talked about it though. You kept yeah, it I don't ch- know why I didn't like kept, bring it kept, up. Like uh, it's like super like weird f- ass animation. Like that's a, that's like my wheelhouse. Did you feel so like did you feel uncomfortable for sharing it? Like did you feel like you shouldn't like it because of? I mean, it gets pretty. It's pretty messed up. Like it's yeah. <laughs> hearing Rick yell AIDS is a little weird sometimes, but. Uh, yeah, it's uh-huh. so weird. Yeah, it's a very weird show. Very, very weird. But it's one of those, like, once you get into it and, uh-huh. like, you get past, like, how friggin' weird it is, it's like, well, I just have to keep watching this. <laughs> this is great. Like, because you know never know, like, what the fuck they're going to come up with next. Yeah, like, it could be that next time, like, they're in a completely different universe or... Well, they had, like, a, they had episodes where the entire episode was all the different TV shows that they were getting, like, from the... <laughs> the, the intergalactic television. Yeah, network. Interdimensional Cable. And then they That's had right. the second one. It was interdi- Interdimensional Cable 2 while they were at the hosp- while they were at a hospital because Jerry had been shot 50 times. And then <laughs> and then he they asked him to give his penis f- to be a heart transplant for this, like, <laughs> humanitarian. So while that was all going on, it was Interdimensional Cable 2 playing on the lobby TV in the in the <laughs> hospital. And it was like and I guess it, it, it was so uh, crazy. Like the woman so they're at the hospital and, the, and there's a woman over by the vending machine getting a cup of coffee. And then there's a show on the uh, the show on the Interdimensional Cable that was like how did how did how did I get there? And then all of a sudden the woman with the coffee was like on top of a lamppost. <laughs> in the show and it was like how did i get here and morty's like whoa 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 and 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 rick's like i don't know but don't go near that vending machine <laughs> stay away from that vending machine oh uh, it's so freaking bizarre and like yeah but that's the thing like you never know what's gonna happen like they follow stuff to its logical conclusion that's mm-hmm. like just blows your mind it's, it's so, so good it's so good so that's my pick if you haven't watched it you should watch it it's you definitely fun. should give it a shot it's weird as shit um and it's so good. It's so good. It's so good when it's it hits great. your lips. So that's my pick. You got a pick? I don't have a pick. No pick. No pick. You, you no pick, pick Rick and you pick Rick and Morty too. 
I double pick, pick watching Rick and Morty. Double pick. Double pick. Thanks. Four thumbs way up. Yeah. All right. That's our show. No more show. Uh, be sure to tune in next week where we will have another episode. Maybe. <laughs> but if That's not, right. maybe the week after. It'll happen. Is that it? <laughs> I guess so. Dub 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 dub. Let's get swifty. <laughs> Take off your pants. Raise up on the floor. <laughs> Raise up <the> posterior. <laughs> oh my god! That episode I was like, "What is happening?" Like that's the thing is, it's just what? How, who thinks of this? Like. I don't know. It's just crazy. I, I mean, good for them. Yeah, what is wrong with this guy's mind? I don't know, but I love it. But I really, I up. hope it, it continues. I don't know where it's going to go at the end, after the end of season two, but I'm excited. They must save him. <laughs> like the episode where they send, uh, what's her name? Beth. What's her Beth and Rick? What's what's the wife's name? Beth. Beth. Yeah. They Beth send them to the mar- they send them to the marriage counseling uh, planet, and they go <laughs> to, right. they go to the marriage counseling planet, and they create like biological manifestations of what they think of their spouse, and then <laughs> right. and, and then like we can't that we, we and then they see anybody as bad as you too, and then Beth's like escapes, and they like become codependent, and and she's like this alien scorpion shit and like kills everything i mean it's fucking crazy the real problem is now i'm thinking about spencer Kramer. yeah she's she's amazing yeah she's really good in that and i'm glad that they gave her a more prominent role in season two because she deserves it yeah she's funny she's she funny. she played she plays a good role in that it's kind of like this in between with between you know, Morty and, and Rick um, calling them out on their shit. And uh, like that, literally that back to that same episode where the teeny verse was in the microverse was in the miniverse where the, the other side of the story is her still in the spaceship. Right. And Rick's like, keep summer safe. So, so summer's there in this spaceship in a crazy planet. And, you know, people are coming up to them and then like the spaceship kills, like this dude. <laughs> right. And then she said, she like, he, the spaceship like lasers him in like a thousand pieces. And then he's like laying there in a thousand pieces and she's freaking out. And she's like, you can't kill anybody. So the next guy comes up and he's, they like paralyze, he paralyzes her. <laughs> spaceship <laughs> so paralyzes him. Anybody. Yeah. And then like all the police come and, um, then they, sh- the spaceship like wants to do like emotional trauma. So the, uh, one of the, she, he finds, they, they scan, uh, the spaceship scans the the policeman, and then it's like fucking uh, one of the guys' son died, so he like roll gets drowns in a pool or something, and he rolls out this like tube, and then it's his son, <laughs> and, it's, and he's like, "Stop, stop, nobody shoots!" Oh my god, it was so bad. It's like who thinks of this stuff? But anyway, we we're done. We've been done recording for a while, so anyway, I that's is the show. Go watch Rick and Morty. It's good. I second that. Cool. All right. Let me stop recording. <laughs> okay.